Okay. Last week we discussed connection between Tamar going out to Yehuda and Paraklamat Aleph and Yemia. Climatic Pasukvir is Hashem is going to create something new in the Aretz in the cave of the city of Gave. And I showed some Ramazim to Tamar. Many. But I want to add some one thing on, on that ties together these Pashyas. In Yemir Periklam and Aleph, Hashem tells Rachel, Hashem to Rachel, Periklam and Aleph Pasik Tezvav, he tells her, Don't worry, Yesh Sachar. Lefulasech. Yesh Sachar. Periklam and Aleph Pasik Tezvav. She says, Yesh Sachar Lefulasech. Okay. And, and the maskana is, is going to be in something new in the cave of the Sevi of So this we spoke about in Vayetze, that when Vatetze lay on the cross, and she hired Yaakov, which is like in the cave of the Sevi of she had Yisachar, that's like the Yesh Sachar to Rachel. Why is Leia's, what does Leia's Yisachar have to do with Rachel? But the point is that there's a Ramaz here to Yisachar, because we're talking about in the cave of the Sevi of the appropriate place to be Meramaz to Yisachar, which is one of the instances, which by the way is obviously a major theme in the Torah, just, you know, nice light, Leia, Tamar, Rus. It's a big theme, this whole business. Um, so, so that's the remnant to that, because it says Yesh Sacha. Okay, fine. That's here, in, um, in Yemir. Possibly in Dina also? Yeah, yeah, Dina also, right. I knew I, I, knew I left the one, for sure. Tetzir Dina Basleya. Right. <laughs> right, and that's on the return to Israel. We spoke about it then. That's on the return to Israel. So uh, that's that's how you turn to Israel. The cave itself. Go. That's what Yemiya said. So at the time, Yaakov was saying it was a bad thing, but it really going, but it really is just. just She's attempting earth. to do that. Yeah, I have to, I have to look at the notes there. She's attempting to do the right thing. Okay, so now I wanted to show how this all ties together. What does that have to do with Tamar? Because in another tum- place we have Tamar, we spoke about this a lot. It's at the end of Shir Shir, where the most explicit is but we showed how a lot of things in that parasha are to, to the iron story of Tamar and Yehuda and there it continues and says the end of Parakzayin so that's, that's back brings us back to Yisachar right so same way in, in, in Shashim we have just to take stock in Shashim, we have um, the Dudaim next to Tamar. So then in Yemiel, we were talking about Yesh Sochar. It's just, it's a machazic that idea that is working with the Tamar passion. Because Tamar is doing the same thing. It happened in the story with the Dudaim. Okay. Pazikadzayin, in response to Tamar's question of what he intends to give her, now, I think the Min Hatsayin is, as we discussed last week, the reason why it says Min Hatsayin is because he, he doesn't have anything now. He's telling her, I'm going someplace from where I'll be able to send you something. Right here, I have nothing. Min Hatsayin, I'll have something. Oh, and he said, what did he tell you? He told her he's going to give her a Gedi Izim. Okay. Now, this, uh, this thing of giving a Gedi Izim, 
we have also Bashimshin. And we spoke about the, how the parallels between this, this whole parak and the story of Shimshin, even to the places where things took place. And there in Shimshin, where the story of Shimshin, Sefer Shreft and Perak Tazvav, Pasuk Aleph begins after Shimshin was separated from his wife, because um, she had divulged the riddle, the solution to the riddle. So after he separated from his wife, Perak Tazvav, it begins, Vahi miyamim bimek tzirachitim vayifkot Shimshin es ishtoi begedi'izim. So he's pokered with a gedi'izim, and he wanted to bring her this gift of the Gedeizim and come to go in, to go into her, to go visit her. Father didn't let. Father said, this practice what Pasuk Beis, Father said, no, I thought you loved, you hated her, and therefore I gave her Lemeire Echa. Lemeire Echa. So he brought a Gedeizim at the time of... Right, that would be like the, the gift. Right, right. The is not the same time as the, as the sharing. No, it's not, it's not. But it's, but, um, wet. It is most certainly not. This is the time of Shimshan the Shimshan begins with a Gedeizim. Wait, where? His parents brought a Gedeizim. When the Yisrael came, oh. they brought a Gedeizim. Right. Is that right? Right, right. Vayikach Gedi Ha'izim. Interesting. Right. Vanasad Lachvanecha Gedi Ha'izim. Interesting. Right. So ah. You want to bring a carbon? Bring a carbon. They right. brought it as a carbon. Right. As a, as a, uh, Interesting. As a Taida, right? Interesting. You, in a, in you can a, mix up the two, right? Because this would be a shtickle lesson on Zayna. Yes. You know? So he's maybe perverting the concept, but it's still right. Right, right. right. Well, no, this is the thing. Your, 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 your reference to Shimshon and his wife is a perversion of Shimshon's parents, bringing their G'di'izim, and Yehuda thinks that this G'di'izim is Esnan Zayna. Mm-hmm. But she's not taking as non-Zayna because she's not a Zayna. Uh-huh. And really then, of course, that goes back to that goes to back to to uh, Yehuda's father, with the Shnegdeizim in Atzayin, and he brought that he brought to Yitzchak, which the Chazal says carbon Pesach and Chagigas Arba also. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. I would add to this. I think as I would do this, but I don't know what we spoke about Sarah last week. Mm-hmm. Sarah is like the Zayin in Yeshaya. And it ends in a very strange way, that, that, that little thing about Tsar, it says, after 70 years, they're going to take up the harp again, and like a forgotten Zaina, and they're going to go with Zansa, it's called Mamlech Esaret. And the parak ends, V'hoyo sachra v'esnano k'edesh l'ashem. So the Esnan of Tsar, all the wealth of Tsar, which is called an Esnan, because they're being Mizana, it's mm-hmm. the marshal, k'edesh l'ashem, like you can't have an Esnan k'edesh l'ashem. Well, that's, that's the Esnan. Right. But here it's interesting because saying, but Tomar, they thought it was an Esnan, but it really wasn't. Okay, very interesting. Well, again, so it's also not literally Esnan Zayna. I know, yeah, but how could the Marshal, I understand, but the Marshal, yeah. but in the Marshal comparing it to Zayna, it doesn't make sense to say the Esnan, it doesn't say the money, it says the mm-hmm. Esnan will be Kodesh Hashem, it's very incongruous. Okay, anyway, so, so, a Gedi'izim is, um, is what Shimshin takes to visit his wife. And in that story, <laughs> Shimshin gets very upset because the father doesn't let her come. And he does this whole, he burns all the fields of the Pushtim with the Fuxalach, with the, with the, with the Shualim, right? And the Pushtim, this is in Perak Tezvav, in Shaiftim, when the Pushtim heard about this, they blamed it on 
his father-in-law, who took his wife and gave her the Meireyeu, and the Plishtim went and burnt her and her father in fire. And then okay? he went out and killed them also. Right. So now... In revenge. Yes. Yeah, so now, just just interesting thing. In our parasha, Yehuda wants to give the Zayna and Um He never gets to her. And um, he wanted to burn her. That's you, obviously, sorry. Okay? The Shimshin story... No, you don't like the comparison. Well, there is a there's a there's a general structural comparison. Right. There's a there's a, a significant. Difference. Wait, and just to, and also I just I don't know if I pointed out the Lamere Ehu here. Yeah. There's a Mere Ehu and who has Mere Ehu as a Chira Adulami. Yeah, okay. Mere Ehu, right? Chira Ehu Adulami. Yes. So what's yeah, the difference? The significant difference is that that Shimshon bringing bring the the easing because he wants to complete he wants to complete the marriage. And he wants and he wants to consummate. But he can't because she's already married right, to someone but else. He can't. Whereas Yehuda sending these in with Mary Ehu afterwards. Afterwards. Right. After he's already consummated. Okay. He didn't maybe he didn't realize it was a marriage, but right. it still was. Right. Interesting. That's another problem on its own. Why? Why it was we count as a marriage, but that's because it's a, because Yehuda is Bal Karchah. Right. But is it Bal Karchah? And answer mm-hmm. is it is. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, that's the point. It is. So maybe. So then. Okay. Uh-huh. Fine. Okay. Good. Next. She says, "I want an Eravin." <clears throat> well, that's the other point, right? Shimshon needs a Gedeizim because he needs he needs something. He needs he needs to give a gift. Right. He needs to give a bride gift of some kind. Right. Yehuda sends one, but he doesn't need to give one because because of Yibul. Okay. So it becomes right. unnecessary. So right. Just, In fact, it's unnecessary, right. but it seemed to have a nest. Yeah. She said, I need a guarantee. Now, why did she ask for an Eiravim? Obviously, because as the story plays out, she, she was planning on what? She wanted evidence. Right, because she wasn't planning on, on, on taking the delivery of the Gadi. Just point, obviously, state the obvious. That's why she's asking for an Eiravim. Because she was planning on walking away. As we spoke about the Pasuk in Mishle, where it says... Um, and this is the um, and that's the the Things that Shlomo couldn't fathom, as we discussed. And there it says, that's She gets up as if nothing happened. So therefore she took an Eiravim because, because she was planning on doing exactly what she, what she did. Now, just to explain, we'll have to get further as we go along. What was the, what, what was going on over here? Um, she did what she did, but she's <clears throat> not going to take ownership of it and not going to even indicate that she did. She's going to walk away as if nothing happened. Until the last minute, mom's the last minute that she's having taking out the burnt. So just, I think the pshat is, I'll have to get back to this later. I think the pshat is, because she did something, as we discussed, as we've been discussing, she did something that's really not done. On the one hand, she went ahead and did that. On the other hand, she hid the fact that she was doing that. And she never, even though she did it, she wouldn't assert anything about it until, basically, she's leaving it up to Yehuda. To either okay it or 
let me get burnt. It's like by not doing anything to the last minute, she, well, she's she basically saying she hid it until she revealed it only to him and allowed him to decide. Right, and it only it gets revealed. Oh, she's pregnant. It gets revealed, and like, hey, she's, so it, it's a very interesting thing. That on the one hand, she's the most assertive here, which is the which is a hadashavat, and then she becomes absolutely passive. She won't even do anything. She's been taking out the burnt, and if whole recognize it, fine. If not, not. So. I, 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 I submit, I'm not sure that's right, that there's a certain tension here, cause, and the tension is because she's doing the Chadash Baaretz, but, but that's the point, it is Chadash Baaretz, and she's not necessarily willing to... Um, she was not willing to assert that it's the right thing, maybe right. she's not really, she's not even sure it's the right thing. Right, because there's ambiguity, sure, she's a half Zayna, half Chadash Baaretz, as we were talking last week, like she's a Chadash Baaretz dressed up as Zayna, so which one is she really? Maybe she's really a Zayna, you know, maybe it's really wrong. Right, but we discussed last week. You were saying that she didn't. The Navi is I mean, she didn't initially plan. Right, to do it right, this way, right. But she it was revealed to her that the fact right. that she doesn't he doesn't recognize right. her. She she agreed to go it along with it, right, exactly. understanding what it would actually mean. Right. It would, and therefore she she right. has. But still, the point is I, plan immediately to right. But the point is like okay, so she's doing chadash shabbat. Okay, but if he's not masculine, then I don't know. There's nothing she, she could do. She has no authority to. to Right. She yeah. wasn't going to insist. So the, right, even though the whole essence, I'm not, I don't totally understand, because the whole essence of the Chadash is that the woman calls a shot, so... Yes, but that is Chadash that will be in the future. Perhaps, this is, right. This is right. happening now. Exactly, that's, early, that's what I was suggesting, time, right, that's what the tension here... That wasn't, the, t- wasn't correct. the thing yet, correct. this is just, this is, this is hearkening to correct. the Mosheth, but it's correct. not that time. Right, that, that's what I was suggesting, so that's what the tension... needs to confirm it. Right, right, there's a tension over here, and maybe she needs to confirm it, right, that's what I was suggesting. The other side okay. of this is that I'm sure there are plenty of people who tell you that it has to be who the who accepts this sort of thing, and nobody else could, but that's not for... Uh, okay, okay, so she said, Mtiti and Eiravain, and he said, So the etin keeps on being repeated, right? Because she said, And he said, The fact is that the, gift, the, the, the payment to a zayna is called an esna or an esnan. I don't know why, but it seems like playing the nesina, turning it into a noun, a thing that you give is used by a zayna. So perhaps the repetition of Titan has to do with that. Now she told him I want We discussed. Um, this is one of the connections to Shiashim, the end of Shiashim, where it says, Simenika Khoisam Al Libecha. Where it says Simenika Khoisam Al Libecha, and indeed. Found that in the Medrash, the Medrash Rabbah says that she's being Muramas to him. She's being Muramas to him about Zerubbabel. And the Medrash says also, Simeni Kachosim Alibech on the end of Shirashir. And the truth is, and I think, I'm not sure if we made this, discuss this last week, but we're going to get to this more th- this week, that the end of Shirashir, where it talks about the possibility of a union between the, the lover and the beloved, which is understood to be a, a reunion between Hashem and Kai, so that's possible that be the case, that that's what it means. That's talking about the, the return to Tzien in the beginning of Bayashem. So, as the Gemara in Yuma talks about, would they be a Chaim or not? That was like the test of the return of the Oile Bavel. Okay, so therefore, the Simeni Kachosam in Shirashirim 
And yes, Yechania will be a maybe Yechania won't be a chaisim, as Yim first said, but then Zubavl is a chaisim, all go together. And indeed, the Medrash says that's what um, she was being Miramis when she asked for a chaisim, the Medrash Rabbah read here. Okay. Um, there it says, oh, we'll go back to that in a minute. Why did she ask for three things? Why did she ask for three things? Why does she need all three things, right? Because she needs something that's going to serve as evidence. So she wanted to make sure it's going to be incontrovertible evidence. Now, that doesn't mean to other people, I guess. That means to Yehuda. Well, the Chaisim isn't enough. Because, uh, so you c- it could add, perhaps, you know, it's a daughter-in-law. So let's say the daughter-in-law procures her father-in-law's one item of his. It might not be as, as good proof. She somehow snuck it out of his... Uh, yeah, or that, or that Zaina brought it back to the home when he was no home, and she got it, whatever, or she knows her, and she said, give us back to your father-in-law, whatever. It's, so having three things, just in simple, let's shot, having three things serves as evidence. Meaning, if it was just an Eravin, the point is we already know that she wants evidence. If it was just like, okay, she needs something that he's going to need back, then his chaisim is enough for him to want it back, and he's going to have to... But, right? In other words, there's two, there's two objectives. These things can That's not the point. The point is that he wants it back because he doesn't want people parading around with it. Mm-hmm. Right. But then, but then the point is, by her asking for three things, why does she need three things? One thing she doesn't want, she because doesn't want to answer because if it's an evidentiary, right, if it's, but the purpose is if it's going to be used as evidence, it's not just right. something that's going to be used as an as incentive for him to, to, you know, to redeem his pledge. It's going to actually be used as evidence. So that's right, so it's harder to forge three things yeah. and it's mm-hmm. much harder than, right. than one. Right, of course. Okay, now. Which suggests that each one of them was unique. Yeah, well, what do you mean unique? I mean, Chaisam we know, we know is unique. Right. To seal and not yeah, that, I know. maybe not. Right, so right, the point right, right. is that they were sufficiently for sure. unique. Well, that all, that, right, well, that's true. Is At least he recognized it, that's for sure, because she told him, but that could be like a sign. That could be a sign. Right. Yeah, she only wanted as evidence to him. She didn't want as right. evidence to the Chutz. She wanted as evidence to him that he should right. realize that it must be that it was for her. And why, and why wouldn't he question the fact that she's asking for three things on the spot? I don't know. So if all of them are unique or sufficiently unique, then... That's one thing. If not, then maybe in the t- in the time he was he wouldn't ask the question because, well, she realized that it was a context of uh, of Yad Hashem, so he wouldn't he wouldn't ask that question. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, people, it's a good know, question. people won't always ask all it's the questions. Question. They might it's ask. Fair question, right? Time, you know? right, right. It's a good point. It is. Okay. So now, now back to Shir Shir. So there it says like this in the pasuk about the Chaisam. It says, "Simeni kachaisam alibecha kachaisam alzayecha ki." That fire is like love. Love is like fire. So in this case, in this case, this woman is asking for a chaisim, which is a symbol of love, and she's going to risk indeed being burnt, right? And the next Pasuk in Shehashim says, If someone pays for love, So, if we have right in our Pasha, Yehuda said, Right? How will they be lavuz? Because people are going to find out that we're going around trying to buy Ava. That's the buzz. That's what it says in Shashim. A person gives Kalhoim Beis of Ava, plays you with It's a bizarre to giving him Beis of Ava. So Yehuda would be Mavuzah by the fact that people will know that he's trying to pay 
Is that to be compared with what it says in Shir Hashim in Mepzeich Bachutz? How's that? Le'evuzuli? Le'evuzuli, because if, if, if we were right... Because it's not buying it, there's no purchase? Well, we'll it's all completely unselfish, is that what you mean? Yes. Brought between brother and sister. The completely unselfish, right. So meaning when, when you try to buy love, so you make it into a selfish thing, that's bizarre. But the completely unselfish love, yeah, maybe. Well, there's the other side of also, husband and wife has something, has something that has to be kept private also. Right. That's not a chaisi. That's not a chaisi, right. So there are different stages. This is, this is the part that's the most boys. Okay. Okay, now one more thing about this in, in, in the psukim in Mishle. So this is Mishle Paraklamid. So we spoke about a lot about Mishle Paraklamid, psukim Yud Ches through Chaf. Those are the psukim about the things that Shlana did not know. Okay? Um, and the connection to Apasha. But. The one more thing I want to show is right before that it talks about the two duras of Aluka. Hav Hav. That's in Paraglamid Pasuk Tesvav. And it says there are three things that can't be sated. Four things that never say hoin. Never said, oh, that's enough. And that's Sha'oil, it's a Racham, and the Aretz is never satisfied with water, and fire never says hoin. And then it says if you mevaza the aim, then you're in big trouble. Don't be mevaza your father and mother. So these psukim that talk about the things that can't be satisfied. So what do we have in these psukim? We have Eish, Mayim, Hoin, and Buz. That's what we have in Shirashirim, right? Um, Mayim Rabim Leichlul Havasar. Rishafer Rish Peish Al Havasar. Mayim Rabim Leichlul Havasar. If you give Hoin Beisoy, Buz Yivuzulay. Okay? Now, what Shaykh is... Um, I won't go into that now, but just remember that. So there's a have-have, there's things that can't be satisfied. And in Shiashim, it talks about how love is strong as death and shail. Oh, that's another thing. We have shail over here, right? Shail and mothers. One of the things that can't be satisfied is shail. Okay, so love is like unquenchable. Unquenchable strength. Okay, fine. Now, now I want to get back to another point. So we spoke about last week that Tamar... Tamar is coming to Yehuda, represents the Nesol coming back to Hashem and Mahas. We still have it, as you put it out. There's really two things. Okay, so that means Tamar represents the return of Nesol after Golas Baba. Okay, so now in Shirashirim, I just want to tell you about the in Shirashirim, in Shirashirim where it says, and then the Peregzayin, Pasek Ches. Zoyz kamosich dom sole somer. Shadaych la'ashkeles. Amarti el lebesomer. I thought I would come up with the summer. I don't know if you were here. Do you remember we said, you know what the name of Yudah's first wife was? Shalom, you know what the name of Yudah's first wife was? So Medrash says, right? Yosher, yeah. It was Elise. Yes, that's El of the Summer. El of the Summer. right. It's Bas Nadiv in the beginning of Perek Zion, because as a Nadiv. Okay, so, so El of the Summer, let's come back to the of the Summer. Okay, so if this is a reference to Tamar, and Tamar is about the cave to save of Gover, and the cave to save of Gover is with the return to Tzian of the Eli Babel, then this Pasuk should be Nidresh on the Eli Babel. And indeed it is. And indeed it is. And there it says in, in, the, in the Medrash, Zoyz kamosay v'dom sol 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 s
that is two Yetzirahs, but the Zara is Nus, and the Avod of Yetzirah for Avod of is already Nekar, and the Yetzirah's Nus is Kayam, and if anyone who could be Oymid of the Yetzirah's Nus, it's Kiyuli's Oymid of the Yetzirah of Avod and that's what Zeis Kamasei Chadom Salasama means, and then goes the whole thing about the Akira of the Yitzhah of Zara, which happened when Hanani, Mishal, and Azariah were willing to get burnt, even though they were told by the Navi, Yechezkel, that Hashem is not going to save them. That's the key of Zeis Kamasei Chadom Salasama. Then Hashem did save them, the Medrash says. Okay, and the next Medrash says, Amati Ela Besamar, the next Pasuk, Amati Ela Besamar, I thought, said Hashem, that I'm going to be Ms. Aleph in the whole nation, instead I was only Ms. Aleph and these three people, Hanani, Mishael, and Hazarai. So where does the Medrash get to dashing this Pasuk on Hanani, Mishael, and Hazarai and the Amigas Yitzhak Because it's talking about the return um, of the other bubble. And, not just that, but I just want to tell you one point, just an obvious point. The Medrash says this, like Tamar, these people were almost burnt, but weren't burnt, right? So the Haitzi'u Abisisarev, Okay, is like Hanani Mishan Hazaya, which, by the way, if you want to go even further with that, but this is already big out of my league, the Gemara says that they, there's a tzad to be Oikad Yitzhadarayas also in the return. So that would be Haitzi would be Hanani Mishan Hazaya actually ended in the fire, but weren't burnt. <coughs> and that was the Oikad Yitzhadarayas would be this accurate Yitzhadarayas to burn the Zayn. I'm going to start a new, a new one. We'll see. I don't know where I left it. Okay, so now, like this. So one second, I just want to show again. So what do we have in the Medrash and Shashim? We have the Medrash and Shashim, Dash and Zizpesukim, about Tamar and Shashim, to be referring to Hanayim Shalazai when they go into the fire and then Vati to the Bezad. I want to show where the Medrash gets that from, how that follows exactly from our passion. Because, from Tanakh, like where they really enter the Pesukim. Because we demonstrated, we sent the parallels in Yirmiya to here, that Tamar finding Yehuda is like Bnei Yisrael finding Hashem after the Gauls bubble. If that's the case, how did they come back to Hashem and then the Gauls bubble? Why? What happened to the fact that the desire? The answer is the Mavatul Yitzdav Desire. Okay, and not only that, but the Bitul Yitzdav Desire is Anichayma. Is Anichayma. That's the Psik that says that, um, as famous the Gemara Yuma Daftes says that Bnei Yisrael when they returned from Babel, there was a Test of Bnei Yisrael is the test described in the end of Shashim. Is the girl a Chayma or is she a Delis? Right, which means is she impenetrable or is she promiscuous? And um, according to Rishlakish, that means will they all come back from it bubble or not? And they didn't. That's the Gemara Yimudaf test. Rishlakish said that's not what it means. And the Medrash Psikta says, according to Rishlakish, means I will be faithful to Hashem even in Galus and not succumb to Avodah that's what Mechayim means according to Yechanan. So, which means then, according to Yechanan, that Nekeva to Seif of Gavah, which is equivalent to being a Chayma, that's a Gemara in Yivanis that says, she goes around him, she protects him, is for Bnei Yisrael to be faithful to Hashem and not to have a Dezara. The Eifin that Tamar, who represents Nekeva to Seif of Gavah, she's the one who's taking the initiative to be faithful to the man who forgot about her, but she's going to find him out and she's going to cleave to him. Is what Bnei Yisrael were doing by killing its stuff. Therefore, that's what the Medrash gets that. And then it's even beautifully because, like the Medrash says, Tamar was almost burnt and they were almost burnt. But, but it really goes much deeper than that to make this connection.
No, the point is that it, that it directly relates to the reason for the goals in the first place. The goals is for the shlosh of a very chumurus of a zarz gilurais and shrikas damim. Right. That they were working to uh, to undo the possibility for that ever happening again. Right. To the extent that they could, they right. they did it with other zaras and they they planned to do it or thought to do it according to Mish. Right. With with gilurais. Interesting. And shrikas damim is. What happened to that? Well, shrikas damim is not is not the same. It doesn't. It really derives from other 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 desires. There's no inherent. Okay. I, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that would be next. Maybe, but if they couldn't do. Maybe they just maybe there's a say right? If it's like the is the yeah. classical order. So they did have a desire They got stuck, and maybe yeah. some reason that, they understood that means you don't go further. Or could right. be the shikhas dami is actually derived from the other two. Mechtes. I don't know, but my understanding. Okay, so anyways, yeah, here. So the Maisha lets him speak as this. So again, so according to Rabbi Yechanan, Rishlaki says Anichayim would have meant that they would have actually come back. According to Rabbi Yechanan, Anichayim means we're faithful to Hashem, and we're faithful to Hashem, and we are arkadit to David Zara, and that's our faith. But the way the Maisha puts it, the faithfulness of Chanan and Rishlaki Zara was such that. That curiosity of David Zara, how was it done? Because Hanan and Mishael Zara were told by the Navi, like I mentioned earlier, they were told by Yechazkel Hashem, will not save you. And they said, okay, fine, but we're not doing it anyways. And that is the, the bitul Yitzhak David Zara. That act of saying, we're, we're, we're faithful to Hashem, even when Hashem is not going to be present, that, that is itself the accuracy of David Zara. Because there's, so, no, because there won't be Nevoah. Right, there's be. no Nevoah, there's no Das Hashem, but Afa faithful, so it's a whole different kind of Namanas to Hashem. It's not based on the fact that we experience Hashem. On the contrary, we're not experiencing Him. Which requires the end of, of Nevoah. Of Nevoah, correct. Now, so just back to our story, it's amazing, because what happened in our story, the parallels are murdered, I think, in the, if you go like this, because Tamar said like this, I am going to be faithful to Yehuda, meaning really, I'm a Shemesiyavim, but he forgot about me, he's not doing anything to me, so theoretically I could just walk away, I mean, I shouldn't walk away, and if I do, I'll get burnt, but Lamaisa, she said, I'm going to make sure that this does continue, this relationship, right? Even though he, Yehuda, might let me get burnt, and I'm not going to do anything about it. If he won't let me get burnt, fine. That's, I'm exact, gonna, that's an exact That's an exact parallel, right, because she was doing everything in her hands, to, to, to connect to Yehuda, who stands for Hashem, but also for Matthew stuff. Like Hanani Mishael Azai were doing everything that they would do to stand for Hashem, even though Hashem told them, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you guys could burn, which is exa- exactly what Thomas was wanting to see. Like, I'll do everything I can, even though I might get burned. So then it's exactly even, right. Yeah, I'm doing it. And that's what she didn't even say. She didn't even say, right. She would say, right, without any support. That's the Anichem. That's an exact parallel to the Anichemo. Without requiring reciprocity, without requiring support. Reciprocity right. here would be him acknowledging her and acknowledging that he had a duty to her and there was a relationship. Right. And the which is a parallel to the acknowledgement of Hashem saying, yes, right. you're doing right, I'll give you Das Hashem, I'll give you Nebu and I'll, and I'll, say and I'll save you. And I'll save right. So another, I think maybe it's a little bit the opposite of what I was saying before, maybe this is more correct. Before I was saying that Tamar did, did, did not take matters into her own hands, right? It's like there's a tension, but maybe it's the opposite. Maybe she said, I'm doing my thing, it has nothing to do with Yehuda. He'll respond however he wants. I'm not even going to send him a message. At the last minute, I'm being burnt. Okay, someone should tell him. Like, let, make, let him decide. But, but what I'm doing... Well, he has to know. Right, he has to know. But the point is, she's not waiting for him to do anything. No, the thing... Yeah, right. She's right. doing her job without completely disregarding This is another his, view, uh, an entirely different view of it. And actually, one that makes it a more strict parallel. But it's one that you have to, where you have to assert that she was taking action and not, and not question 
And even right. if she hadn't initially gone out right. with this plan, once she saw this is the right thing, she's right. doing it without without questioning. She's not asking well, for confirmation, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. You just have to say that she knew that she knew Das Hashem and he didn't. Why? In that context, because Why she knew it was she knew right it? and he didn't see. No, but no, no I'm the, saying maybe she knew. Point. No, but like Klan Shazai, she, realized, she knew. Yeah. No, she she knew that she is supposed to oh, so do what she's she, doing without. And having his acknowledgement. Not because of a recognition that, oh, something right. was going on. No. So she went out there, but no. that, then you're saying she went out there with a the plan to do this. To do this and perhaps get burned for it, and so be it. Right. right. But, but at least, again, she, did, at least but she did her part. But the parallel only works if he knows about it. Who knows about it? If Yehuda knows about it. Just Why, Hashem, Hashem knew about it? No, Hashem said, it's command, Kilo, I don't know about it. What do you mean? It's Kilo Hashem's word. It's not Kilo. Kilo, yeah, Kilo, yes. Also is Kilo but Hashem, well, Kisses Kilo. up an ass. Like, it's like right. Haster, Haster, Pona. That's right, to right. me the same thing. Right. It is, but you, you know in a way that no one else knows that you know. He knows, Who's but he, he doesn't have to. Yehuda is told he doesn't have Fine. to acknowledge. Just as Hashem knows, but he doesn't have yeah. to acknowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And here, then he chooses to acknowledge. The exact parallel to you, though, which was right. Like, no. Anyway, so this is very deep stuff, right? This is very deep stuff. But there's and, no relationship. Uh, there's no action. Right. The point, is, the point of the, this is you're saying that Tamar is going out to confirm the relationship with Yehuda, just like Bnei Yisrael going out, Hanayim Yisrael Zayir going right. out, confirm the relationship with Hashem. Right. It's only a relationship. Right. If there's knowledge on the other side. No, maybe not. That's what Hanayim Yisrael Zayir seems to be saying. It's no, like, no, no. no it, that, Why? No, 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 in a heroic way, because I asserted that I am faithful to Hashem. It's an amazing thing. I don't care if Hashem knows about it. Yeah, Same thing. Thomas saying, I am asserting my, my Madrega, yes, and I'm Roy for Yehuda. That's another point. Roy for Yehuda doesn't mean that he has to accept you. Right. So, but she accepts it, and she's asserting it, and she would have been heroic. So she's demanding, oh fine, but she's demanding him to act as though she's no, not. Only at the end. I mean, that last thing. No, she, she, she required action of him. Right. She went out to get him to right. require action of him. Okay. Whereas... Okay, that's already. Diff- I don't know if that's. I think that. there's more to it. Sorry. I'm sure there's more to it, and now, but I'm sure there's more. I'm sure you're right. right. There definitely is more to it. Okay, I want to say a word about the psil, and then I want to go back to oh, this thing about the chaima. There's something more to say about that. Okay, one thing about the psil. She asked him for a psil, which I saw in the Medrash Seichel Taiv, that the psil is the string on that holds the chaisim. So there's a chaisim and psil go together. If she seals strings that are uh, you seals you hang that it around your neck, you don't wear it on a ring? On your neck, or maybe on your hand. So then it's like the chaisa on the menach, or semenika chaisa malibecha, right? Semenika chaisa malibecha seems to be like something that hangs. Right, or chaisa malzrei echa on the arm. It seems to be like something that has psilim. Similar to more like tefillin, right? You tie them. Um, <coughs> which actually some people say psil and tefillin. Some people do say that the same ice is there. But anyway, so so I was just thinking that it goes like there's a pasuk says back to Shimshin again. It says that Shimshin, when Delilo he told Delilo um, that the way I'll, I'll lose my strength is if they tie me up with um, with uh, Yisarim of, of made out of uh, fresh fresh what's it called fresh ropes or yeah. I don't know whatever Yisarim are. So the pasuk says when she told him push them are here by Yinatik Esanasarim. When you have a psil, a string of, of, you know, of linen, or flax, cotton, 
So the, just a smell of fire, boom, right? It disappears. Flax burns very, yeah. Right. So like, yeah, those, linen, you know, the wicks. Linen burns, okay. burns like a fuse. Ah, right, okay, right. There's, there's wicks on the, you know, the conical wicks, boom. It's a little fire and the whole thing goes. So, okay, that's the Pasuk. So I was just thinking, that's the nature of a psil, that it's minutic when it smells fire. Hashem told Yechanya originally, oh, he said Yimya, told Yimya about Yechanya, mm-hmm. that if even he's going to be like a chaisim al-yad, you mean I'm going to be minatikim. I'm going to pull him off, rip him off. And then eventually, he was told by Chagai, but his grandson or someone was told by Chagai that he's going to be like a chaisim. So if a chaisim has to be tied with a psil, and a psil, very nice you tie your chaisim with a psil. But Hashem says, I can pull it right off, right? And how do you pull off the, how does a, how does a, 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 psil, a chaisim get pulled off? Because a fire could just, the psil is come on the lesser by the smell of a fire, right? So the remez would be like this. Here there's azakamavas ahava, this whole thing. But, 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 but Ava could be like Eish. So she's telling Yehuda, here we're all about making a chaisam, which is Yichanya, and having Malachim. And that's what this whole story is about, having Malachim. But that could easily come to an end. Because, and why could it come to an end? Because as we discussed last week, because the whole thing happened in, in, in a problematic way. And that's why there's a danger of Hariri, of air and Hariri on Yichanya. Which means even though there's a chaisam, but the chaisim is all connected with the psil, and the psil is a danger of being burnt by the yesh. The Mela, she says, you need me. I'm the one who's going to keep things, make sure that the machos... Tamar says. Tamar says, because I'm, I'm the one who's coming back after 70 years, right? Like Knesset comes back after 70 years and um, brings back Yechanyo, brings back the machos All right. Why is it 70 years? It's not... It's not, it's not a... Kimei Melech Echad, as he said last week. Kimei Melech Echad, because no, 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 we know that. Yeah. But whether her, her time was, that, that doesn't matter. The yeah. exact time there doesn't right, matter. Right, right, right. It's interesting, it's by Yibrahayab, something to think about. It is by Yibrahayab, there's something about time. Okay. Well, well, the point is that he's already matured. So, so this He's already this, what? He's Shayla matured. Right. He's right, old right. enough now. So this, yeah. is, this is enough time. No, 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 it's not true, it's not true, it's not true. By Yibrahayab, um, does that mean that Shayla's mature? I guess so. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but you have to figure out the timing. Okay. Right. Now I want to say one more thing on this. On the... Um, no, you're right. You're right about that. I want to say one more thing about the Chaimah. Okay? So, going back to Shir Hashim, right? Yeah. Shir Hashim, Perek Zayin, he said, Amati Ela Besama. V'yiru na shadayich keshkelois hagefen. Okay. So it's kamoseich domsel asama v'shadayich laashkelois. Okay, fine. And then in Perek Ches, the Isha, who's maybe a Chaimah, maybe not a Chaimah, she said, Ani Chaimah, Meshadai Kamegdalis. Okay? That means, I am a Chaimah, I am impregnable, Meshadai Kamegdalis, fortified, and then he was Bain of Kamoitz Yisrael. So I would say, Ulai is a Ramazanayar Pasha that she was with Pesach Enayim. She was with Pesach Enayim, I'll tell you why. Because what, what's the question about the Isha and Shiashim? Is she a Chaim or is she a Delis? So which one is Tamar? So the truth is she's a Chaim, because Nekeva does have right? Right. But you'd have thought that she's a Delis. You thought right. she was a Zainab. Right. So, so they told him, Zan Now, she says, no, really, Ani Chaim, right? Really, Ani Chaim, Shadai Kamek Delis. Really, she's a Chaim, she's not a Zainab. Also, you see, Be'enov, Kimoitze Shalom. So that's Pesach Inayim. It means she was by the Pesach, so we think she's a Delis, like a Zainab. 
And then she had to prove, she had to be Moitzeh Shalom Be'ene Yehuda. And by the way, I'm not sure if this is right, but here it says Moitzeh, Memvo of Tzadik Aleph Saf. And here in our passage, we have Himutzeh, the same letters. I don't know if there's any place else we have those letters. Not the same word, I know. But anyways, so the point is that perhaps that is a remiss that again, Yehuda thought she was a Dallas. So like this whole question about Kabbalah Yisrael, right? Are they a Chaim or are they a Dallas? And the mom said, that same question exactly happened to Tamar. Because what's the question of Rabbi Yisrael? Are they faithful or are they promiscuous? Yehuda thought Tamar was Mazana, but really, Tamar was the Chayma. And perhaps that's where Rumah is in Pesach Enayim, that she was Moitzis Sholem Be'enov, even though originally. Um, where, do you get the, where do you get the Pesach Enayim country? Because she was sitting with Pesach Enayim. That's in Pesach right. So no. she's the one who can see and can therefore be... Well, Enaim is the name of a city. Yeah, okay, Enaim is the name of a city. No, it's a question about that. We're going Enaim is the name of a city. That's right. the version of Yeshua. She was by the Pesach of the city called Enaim. So now, the Zaina in, in Yeshaya is told to be a Saiviv ear. Yeah. In Shashim, she's a Kumana, a Saiviv of ear. So right. we have a city, right. which is Enaim, but she's by the Pesach. So I'm right. suggesting that's because she right. seems to be a Dallas. But really, she's Be'en of Kemotzei Shalom, so it's right. Pesach Enayim. She's, she's, in other words, Pesach Enayim would mean she seems to be a Pesach, but eventually it's going to be clear to the eyes that she's actually no. the right, she's actually the Chayim. Here.